are saying you yourself so stupid you go and teach people this is the fundamental problem with our education system you know oh. Douglas Slim and Juanita the podcast so I'm looking for a house and I've had to engage with a couple of realtors recently mm-hmm. but there's one particular man right he turned out to be such a gem oh. and he's so unsuspecting I don't mean to stereotype okay but he's like very small size Chinese guy <laughs> uh, cannot really speak English or okay, BM okay, I know, right? I yeah. <laughs> but when we met for the first time he kept staring at me and I usually like you know catch a vibe but with him it was always like uh, this guy very dodgy uh-huh. <laughs> but once we agreed on everything right what we wanted to do yeah. um, and the place that I wanted to get he completely changed oh like what suddenly he can speak English <laughs> <laughs> he grew taller I don't know like, what do you mean <laughs> no like, he was super efficient so I, I went back to see the place again with my mom right. and uh, he was suddenly chirpy okay yeah I mean he still kept staring at me la, but <laughs> I think that's just a bad habit now <sighs> Uh, yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, this this one can, that one can. If you want contractor, I have one nearby. Uh, can need, can everything can, right? Yeah, can if you need this, I can settle for you. <laughs> then he sent all the necessary paperwork almost like immediately after oh, I left the place. Ah, uh, he even knew other people in the building. I don't know if it was because maybe I had my Chinese mother with me, and that's why he felt more comfortable. <laughs> but it was quite impressive. No, I think you met one of those specialists. Oh. Yeah, it's a fairly new thing in the real estate world like, in my opinion but right. these big agencies right they have agents that yeah. service a particular area and residential type so uh, bungalows right. or terrace houses or uh, apartments yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. Know, I remember I was trying to rent out my apartment in Ampang a few of these specialists showed up uh-huh. and I learned that they also handle other apartments within the vicinity right yeah it, w- it was a nice surprise to see him be so on the ball yeah yeah these fellas are very good because they probably mm. know everything and anything about the area because yeah. I mean that's where they're based la. but some fellas will try and bluff you and you better be careful because okay you can be a specialist on f- two places like mm. I met one who did PJ and Subang Jaya okay lor right quite right. believable ma. but if he says that oh, I'm a specialist in PJ and Dunkil serious <laughs> <laughs> wow you want to bluff also bluff properly la, so you say you're a specialist in PJ and Saturn correct <laughs> No, no. Hey, wait, Chop. You mentioned yeah. that your mom also spoke to this realtor? Yes, correct. Were they ever left alone at any point? No, I don't think so. Why? Because knowing Chinese women, uh, they will secretly go behind your back and buy the place. No, <laughs> I'm telling you. No, no. No, mother is mother, daughter is daughter, property is property. Huh? <laughs> you don't lie. I scared my Chinese mother, okay? <laughs> Fly FM. I was talking about being pleasantly surprised by my realtor. Mm. This guy looked a bit dodgy at first, but he turned out to be quite the efficient, on the ball kind of guy. Guy. Nice. I love it when people pleasantly surprise you. But with Douglas, because your life sometimes penuh drama, you weren't pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it? yeah. It wasn't a pleasant surprise. It was more of a rude shock. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, why do these things always happen to you? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I was in this musical. Yeah. Uh, now in most countries, if you want to be part of a musical, you need to be a triple threat. You know what that means, right? Uh, yeah. If you, they don't pay you, you threaten three times, then you walk away. <laughs> no lah, you need to you need to be able to like sing, act, and dance. Yes, right? correct. Okay. However. In Malaysia, because Malaysia boleh, uh, you can usually get away with just two. Oh, yeah. So I can sing, I can act, but I cannot dance to save my life. Oh, I, I just uh, I don't like dancing. I'm not comfortable with it. It's very awkward <laughs> for me. Yeah, I'm sure it's equally awkward for the audience as well. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, no yeah yeah yeah. I will agree you 100 right? Because some people when they dance, yeah. they can evoke a sense of wonder or a <laughs> sense of excitement. But when I dance, you get nauseous. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so I was initially very relieved yeah. uh, when they told me that the choreographer for this musical was formerly from West End, wow. uh, which is like the epitome of performing arts in London. Right. I thought, hey man, if anyone can make me look this decent while dancing, uh-huh. this fella can do it, lah, right? right. So he shows up full of confidence. You know, he talked a big game, lah. But even I could tell, lah, he's a bit rubbish, lah. Yeah. <laughs> no, because all he did was use. Like atas dance terms, uh, plié, uh, saute, uh, glisser. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. Lagi for me lah, right? But his choreography also was ugly, you know. Oh man! Yeah, at the end of the day, you're supposed to make the production look good, not elevate my knowledge of dance. That does not affect the production, right? Uh-huh. So anyway, we get on with it, and I realize that even the professional dancers in the cast were not impressed with this guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we said, I suspect he padded his resume about being in West End and all that. Fast wow. forward a few years later, Stephen Rahman Hughes. You know him? No. Oh, uh, uh, how you don't? How can you not know? Uh, he's a Malaysian <laughs> mother, but he is a West End star. He he came back. He played the lead on Hang Tuah the musical. Oh no! Yeah, I, I only guy. know Ar Rahman. Not Ar. <laughs> That's the Indian musician, right? No, yes. him. Stephen Rahman Hughes. <laughs> anyway, he's a proper West End star. Yeah. So he came back to uh, KL mm-hmm. uh, and we, we are friends. La. So I asked him, uh, Stephen, you know this fellow Tam Soon? Uh, no, apparently he spent <laughs> time in West End. And Stephen says, yeah, I know him, right? Yeah, Tom, yeah, he was our caterer. What? Oh, exactly. <laughs> this joker was a pretender. You know? he, was, he wasn't qualified to choreograph me. Stir fry me, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Fly FM. A Malaysian budget airline has settled over 90% of their passenger refund. Oh, yo, 90% or 90 cent? <laughs> <laughs> Joking, joking. No, it's good that they're doing this because yeah. I heard a lot of people weren't offered uh, refunds. Oh yeah, like most were offered later flight dates and stuff like that. But mm. with the pandemic, ah, uh, you drive 10 km, so cannot how to fly, like Joe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why this news got uh, disclaimer at the end. The refunds are only for local flights, right. so everyone who book international flights will get a voucher instead. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know about vouchers, but I love refunds. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I have this bad habit of booking the wrong date. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know lah. I think I cause I blur or what, right? Sometimes or I rushy. Yeah, mostly blur lah. Mostly blur. I agree with you. I'll make the booking and then I think I've checked all the details, right? Mm-hmm. But when I go back to check it in the email that I get, I get the date wrong. So annoying, right? This one. Yeah. So once, right? I was supposed to MC at event. At a hotel, mm. and this event will go on pretty late, lah. So I booked a room at the same hotel. Okay. Turns out I got the location completely wrong. Date also wrong, location also wrong. <laughs> hey, Juanita, you don't need refunds, you know. You need better glasses. For <laughs> 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 your brain, right? <laughs> but yeah, right now the refunds are at 90%. But the company is confident that they'll be able to refund everybody very soon. That's definitely great news, ah. Yeah. But this means that some people they didn't get their refunds until now, you know. Yeah. Two years after COVID, two years. <laughs> Instead of waiting for the refund, they could have walked to Bangkok, man, in two years. <laughs> no, no, I got a suggestion. Right? Maybe, okay, just maybe, no need to refund with money, lah. Uh-huh. Just give uh, airline stuff. <laughs> like what? In the same value, like uh, give blanket, you know, headphone, <laughs> cutlery, ah, uh, life jacket. Because ah, uh, you don't give us all. Some of us will just take, lah. <laughs> By some of us, you mean yourself, right? <laughs> fly FM. Now that we're able to fly internationally again, Yay. we're talking interesting in-flight entertainment stories. I've heard of the crew dancing and singing before, yeah. but stand-up comedy on a plane, huh? This happened. Uh, this is before the pandemic, lah. My friend uh, Eric, he messaged me and he was like, "Hey, Douglas, you're doing stand-up uh, on my flight to Singapore." I was like, "Huh? Stand-up? No." I said, "Why would I even want to be on a flight to Singapore?" <laughs> 
<laughs> and even if you were, you probably won't be in the mood to do stand-up comedy, right? You'll just be stand-up complaining. <laughs> True. So, so it turns out mm-hmm. that uh, Andrew Neto was doing stand-up on the plane. You know, Andrew? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He said once that I'm somehow related to him. Andrew what? Neto. Yeah. He's my very distant cousin through marriage or something like All that. All of you all are related one, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't really know him personally. Lah, and I kind of just brush it off because, you know, everybody wants to be related to more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, so Andrew uh, <laughs> performs stand-up uh, yeah. on this flight. And my first reaction was, hey, this gig is going to be super hard uh, because for stand-up, the venue also plays a large part in making the show successful. Oh, I thought it was just jokes in the performance. No, no, no. Those are definitely important also. But yeah. the venue is also very important. Right. Which is why Saturday, you're performing in a theatre, not a toilet. <laughs> But then it got me thinking. Yeah. Actually, performing on a plane has its advantages as well. Because uh-huh. you know that the audience are all packed up in one space, so the laughter is contained. Yeah. They're laughing get very loud, and they're all facing you, yeah. right, facing one direction. And if they don't like your performance, they can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do really well You tell a killer joke And everyone is laughing And they're out of breath No yeah. problem Oxygen mask will fall down <laughs> <laughs> So did Andrew do well? Uh, he did No, yeah, he did He, did. he right. even received the Malaysian Book of Records wow. for it yeah. But I mean, it's a flight to Singapore la. So <laughs> So I'm guessing he just went like, uh, yeah, how's everybody doing? I'm Andrew Neto. Yeah, it's great to be here. And looks like we've landed. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wish my slot was that short on Saturday. Fly. So police in vintage uniforms from the year 1807 were spotted in Penang. 1807? Uh? Yeah. Penang is being terrorised by Jack the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I wish I was there. It was in conjunction with Police Day on the 25th of March and police officers were dressed in their original uniforms. Nice. Of course, yeah, the tourists and locals all had fun taking pictures with the police, oh. you know, whose clothes look stylishly different compared to today's. I wonder if those vintage uniforms are comfortable uh, in this day and age. This is the one with the, right. like, the shorts You know like In the safari one right with Yeah the hat and correct everything. Brown colour one Yeah yeah No because the weather Used to be much cooler In the 1800s Right you know, Compared with the heat today you know, I hope those Abang police Are not sweating like crazy <laughs> Under those uniforms oh, man Oh yeah Like cadet uniforms right In school uniforms as well uh, I used to get anxiety man When I had PJ or PE As some college Oh but they can't just money Yes okay. We had to change out Of our sportswear right After PJ class Yeah yeah But I used to get so nervous Because I go to school Already dressed in sportswear Right? Mm. And then during Perhimpunan I freak out Trying to remember If I brought my school uniform <laughs> So then what go, go to class bogel you know? <laughs> No lah I'll just be my PJ outfit Then what's the problem Why are you so stressed be- Because it's a rule We're not supposed to stay In our sportswear And we have different teachers That come into class that day Right huh. So if the teacher Is in a bad mood And she doesn't like That I'm in baju right, PJ right. She'll dunder me lah Like she'll make me Stand on the chair Stand outside Go and pick up trash <laughs> You must have Kena dunder many times uh, Because yeah. you're quite good At handling trash <laughs> Call yourself that, Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, ATL. Yeah, well done. Back to the story. Enough of this shenanigans. No, yeah. we usually get crazy stories from Penang, right? Yeah, like, like Old truck driver uh, fighting la, and all this. <laughs> they're fighting in the what the food court there, the laksa man attacking the rojak man. Yeah. But this this one is quite a fun story. So, well done, Penang. I yeah. uh, give you a, a round of applause. Hopefully, it's just the uniforms la, that are from 1807 and not other things. <laughs> like, it would totally suck uh-huh. if the cops had to use a horse cart to chase down a rumpit <laughs> <laughs> they catch already you know they must calculate the saman using an abacus <laughs> even the rumpit will be like ah no kena bayar guna jongkong emas ke apa ni <laughs>
Fly FM. So the police in Penang celebrated Police Day recently, and they all wore uniforms from the year 1807. So cool! But that's why we're wondering: Do you have any cool uniform stories for us, Johan? What's your story, bro? I would wear my school uniform under my PJ clothes. Wait, oh. eh, that is the ballet, right? Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't you wear your Rumah Sukan T-shirt inside and then your uniform outside? Yes. Yeah, that sounds correct. <laughs> <laughs> But I was in primary school because we had the PJ in the first period, right? And then you had to change into school uniform. But I was too shy to get naked at school, oh. so I thought if oh. I wear my yeah uniform on the inside, I go to the school and just take off my PJ clothes and then reveal my uniform underneath. Alamak! But wouldn't you be sweating so badly yeah, inside? So yeah. like double clothes in the field, in the hot sun playing all? Yeah, you're correct. I was sweating badly. It was terrible. And when you're playing football, the collar would stick out. Uh, I look like I'm playing lacrosse or what? So, so we, so we stop doing that. Did, did your teacher not stop you or advise or like I don't know? Maybe tell all the students like, can you look at this clown? I think the teacher was overworked. Would to say anything? I hope now you know better. Uh, don't don't wear your sports clothes over your work clothes, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No. No anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Johan. I don't want to be mean, right? But yeah. usually, if you take off your clothes and then there's another set of uh, baju underneath, yeah. it usually means you're a superhero, right? <laughs> yeah. But this one a bit lame. <laughs> Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Fly FM. Apparently, Malaysian employers are struggling to hire young adults despite offering up to 4K. Wow. Probably their daddies and mommies are paying them more. And I'm saying... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> This is the news, lah. Okay, employers in the food, retail, and service industry are struggling to hire Gen Z specifically. Ah, yeah, they claim that young adults are not interested in doing more than their job scope. Mm. That they prefer flexibility over rigid structures. I, I think I feel the same way, and are looking to earn higher salaries overseas. See, this is all ah uh, Singapore's fault. <laughs> <laughs> you pay so high spoiler market. No, but seriously, do you, do you know why uh, Singapore, uh, New Zealand, uh, Australia, all they can, they can pay so high? Why? No, because I heard right they have this law over there mm-hmm. that forces companies to pay uh, foreigners the same amount as they would pay a local. Wow. Yeah, that's why many Malaysians will go there to work like, because they get paid the same amount as a Singaporean, a New Zealander, an Australian, yeah. and in a stronger currency also. Yeah, that's a good thing, is it not? Mm, I guess. Yeah, I guess <laughs> but, it is. Yeah, but then they also want. It's a good working attitude, lah. Right? I mean, it works both oh, ways. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I see a lot of hardworking Gen Zs who, you know, want to love their job and have work-life balance, but also a lot of Gen Zs who are straight up entitled. Oh, you did you did you just say the e word? <laughs> yeah, I said I said there are both, uh, both sides. Okay, okay. Uh, there was a post on social media recently of a convo between an employer and a recent graduate, mm. right? And the employer asked if he had experience, a fresh grad, right? So he said no experience, no right. working experience, but he said he can send in his. FYP huh? and Uh, yeah, exactly right. So the employer asked, "What is FYP?" And the fresh grad said, "It's final year project." Yeah. And then continues to ask, "Do you go to university?" Ooh, yeah. 
So attitude musu man <laughs> no, like Every generation has its quirks but, but at the same time Some sectors also make it Really hard for young people To break in mm-hmm. No, in, in fact There are particular jobs right Where it seems They, they insist on only having Old people there one. No <laughs> They keep yelling At the younger people lah, Demanding that they Dudu Diam Anak muda Diam Dudu So much so right That these young people Have to form their own group Or party <laughs> If you will You might have heard Of this workplace You know It's on Jalan Parliament <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. Fly FM. Oh, oh, oh. We have uh, people much on the studio with us. Hi, PM. So you heard the news about how employers are stressed out when hiring Gen Zs, right? What do you think? Ah, salam, peaceful, wanita. Hello. Uh, you remember my PA, Karim? Yes. Yeah, Karim say hello. Ah, okay, Hi, okay, dah, 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 okay, dah, 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 very simple kan our work life journey because back then wanita uh, we only had two step je uh, oh. step 1 escape from askar jepun uh, step 2 work in politics that's oh. all that's all remember, <laughs> remember when you started working for me you know karim ah uh, two ringgit a day two ringgit a day he had to pay me for the privilege of working for me <laughs> how times have changed and eh? very different now nowadays ni gen z they having it very tough wanita mm. they will need a That can cover their therapy Yes, that's true Ah, Because they're a lot stress sekarang mm-hmm. You know, Netflix cancel their favourite show lah Internet can <laughs> throttle tiba-tiba You know, cannot download the movie in 4K These are all very serious issues um, Ah, okay. Nak order bobati but the delivery fee tinggi Nak mampus So they cannot drink <laughs> Ah, Thirsty sampai cannot pee oh, Movie pula 420p How can like this? They say need SPM qualification And then must have fire experience Exactly Apa ni baru keluar sekolah apa experience dia nah, ah, experience beratur luar kelas betul <laughs> tak true, that's true. also they are very depressed you know this Gen Z because no matter how hard they work mm-hmm. or how well uh, educated they are some 8 year old boy on the YouTube you know YouTube mm-hmm. man yes. uh, they unbox the toy my mind sikit they make millions exactly Mill- I should know I that is one of my side income oh uh, I have 10 children oh. <laughs> Uh, they all have their own uh, ni, uh, YouTube account And right. they bought uh, the unboxing toys My mind all Every month we make so much money I keep 60% oh. uh, I thought can give lah The remaining 40% to the kids But LHDN lah tak ambil oh. uh, So mean uh, LHDN patut help the children Not help the capitalist parents <laughs> And so yes People complain That the younger generation Are very picky with the job lah They insist uh, That they must stick to the job scope And all that It's not just them Betul tak Karim? Kita pun sama right? I'm a politician So when there is a pandemic, what do I do? I mind politik. Right, that right, is right. my job scope. Don't blame me. If there is a banjir, what do I do? Mind politik juga. <laughs> It is my job title. You know, we are politician, not clean up banjitician. <laughs> so, okay, cukup. I have to go uh, recording studio now. Okay, huh? I nak record album rap. Oh. Album rap to appeal to the youths. Wow. Uh, so, Karim, uh, rap saya dah tulis. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Belum... Of course lah, you have to write the rap for me. Can I just cap? I'm a politician, not a repetition. <laughs> okay, thank you, PM. Fly FM. English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Now, as you know, you are meant to create a sentence using a word. And the word of the day is destiny, which means the things that will happen in the future. All right, Katija, create a sentence using the word destiny. The Almighty is in control of our destiny. Oh, yes. Very good, Katija. Okay, Ladu, create a sentence using the word destiny. 
Daddy, my mother, I think she's making the aga-aga, you know, because she was in the kitchen. Then I hear God, this auntie was telling her, are you ready for this jelly? Are you ready for this jelly? Oh, okay. You ready for the jelly okay, or not? Okay, okay, Ladu, just create a sentence using the word destiny, please. Turns out it was a song by Beyonce's former choir, Destiny Child. Okay, very good. All right, Asing, create a sentence using the word destiny. That day, uh, I have to teach my brother about the body pass. So I say, this is the elbow and that's the knee. No, Asing, that's wrong. Hey, Asing, you yourself so stupid, you go and teach people. This is the fundamental problem with our education system, you know, oh, okay, okay. It is a one big spiral. Thank you, Ladu. Fly oh. FM. So I am performing this Saturday for Hari Wanita. Yeah. I'll be doing stand-up comedy for the first time ever. I haven't been able to sleep peacefully this entire week, you know. <laughs> but uh, I am looking forward to it. Ending. Ah, no. <laughs> what will you be talking about? Huh? Uh, my life. Okay. I guess this job. How some things or people rather uh, <laughs> are a little annoying. I- I'm sure you're not talking about me. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> are you going to talk about lyrics? Because some what? of the songs we play, uh, the lyrics really cannot use, man. Uh, yo, no, bro. That's all you. It's time for... Rent a space. Rent a space. A space where you can rent away. See, at least even your lyrics make sense. Like, I'm fine with that song, The Rent Space. <laughs> I love it. But Jessie J. Okay, uh, first of all, let me put a disclaimer here. Uh. She's a great singer. Amazing. Superb control, amazing range, yeah. all that. But the song Flashlight. <laughs> first of all, what's up with all these singers using everyday items as titles? Huh? Chandelier, la, flashlight, la, umbrella, light switch. There's some holes in this house. All these gardening items. So what's going on? Like they went to a store, right? They walked around a bit and they were like, hmm, what hasn't been sung about? Huh? Like what's the next hit going to be? Mouse pad, is it? Huh? Or chopsticks? <laughs> Last time, uh, the only song that featured items yeah. was Tilam, Tilam. <laughs> <laughs> but back to flashlight, right? And I looked up the lyrics. Yeah. She sings, I got all I need. I got all I need when I got you, right? Yeah. It's a flashlight, like Joe. <laughs> That's all you need. Uh. Even security guards need more than that. La. They're like, oh, flashlight, that's cool, madam. <laughs> also need the whistle, the walkie-talkie and the logbook. You know what they say, right? No use complaining. Go and do something about it. Well, you've been challenging me on this for the whole week. Yeah. Huh? No, okay, I'll write the lyrics and it'll be dope AF. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look who decided to step up to the challenge like finally. Fly FM. So Douglas has been complaining about lyrics for the past week on air. <laughs> but he's been doing it off air for the past three months wow, consistently okay? uh, three months <laughs> more like six right <laughs> um, so I thought you know what if you're so smart Douglas Lim why don't you write your own dang songs and Douglas <laughs> actually said okay yeah. so we're doing it we asked you what type of song or genre Douglas should write in and we got some voice notes hey Douglas that day you made fun of dynamite lyrics kan you try and make a K-pop song like that <laughs> see if you can do better than BTS wow K-pop K-pop can uh, I'll, instead of butter I'll do margarine <laughs> <laughs> oh Here's another one I remember you said Your top songs on Spotify Were rap songs You should try making Your own hip hop song lah, Douglas Oh I actually like that suggestion Yeah definitely My nickname is uh, Lim Shady You don't know Oh me? my god <laughs> Here's the last one Yo Douglas You should try Doing DK Barat Confirm <laughs> You'll go viral way. <laughs> I like how you called you Douglas Douglas <laughs> <laughs> No hey DK Barat is 
it's also a good challenge. Uh-huh. But the thing is, I will never be able to write a DK Barat that can beat the original, the best DK Barat <laughs> song. Remember this one? I think you know. Dude, this is from like the seventies or something, lah. Was it? Because <laughs> the nineties, it was played on uh, national TV and oh everything. Oh my god! Do you know for the verse about uh, AIDS, about yeah. AIDS, he actually sings like, "Juga mesti berhati hati, jangan cucuk sana, jangan cucuk sini." Oh my god! <laughs> Salah cucuk, virus AIDS yang menanti. <laughs> they should do an update for this, uh, but for COVID. Oh, right? what? COVID nineteen merbahaya. Wow. Kena rajin update my sejahtera. <laughs> I will legit flee to Singapore if they do that. Okay. Fly FM. So Miss Earth Malaysia has called for a law to address food waste. That is a great message. You know, yeah. I never waste food. That's why all my food goes to my waste. <laughs> So the newly crowned Miss Earth Malaysia is a medical doctor and is Ipo Mali. Yeah, she said that Malaysia should adopt laws that ban supermarkets and stores from throwing away unsold produce and consumables and donate the excess food instead. It's it's a very good idea in principle, yeah. but they've actually tried this in England, if I'm not mistaken, supermarkets right. and fast food joints. Mm-hmm. What they used to do is uh, they will collect whatever leftover food they had, lah, yeah. and then uh, they will let people take and just eat it. Right. Unfortunately, the idea was good, but some people got food poisoning oh. as a result, and so they sued for a lot oh. of money. So now most of these uh, companies, supermarkets, and fast food joints, all they have a policy that all leftover food needs to be thrown out. Right. Malaysia has organisations that help with food waste. Oh, eh, hire me, lah. <laughs> I'll make sure nothing goes to waste. <laughs> I so. <laughs> but seriously, right? There's quite a few in Malaysia. One of the notable ones is Food Aid Organization. Right. They work with pretty big grocery stores and oh. hotels, if I'm not mistaken. And what they do is that they'll collect surplus food and redistribute to people that need them. I've heard of uh, this fringe group. Uh, they're called Freegans. Oh, not vegans, you know, Freegans. And their policy is they only eat food that is free. Oh, yeah, Malaysia's so got. They're called VIPs. <laughs> No, but what this doctor uh, is suggesting uh-huh. is that we, if we have too much of something, yeah. we should donate it, lah, right? Yes, correct. This can work, you know. Like clothing stores that have a lot of uh, these out-of-fashion clothes, yeah. just donate them, lah. Yeah, then everyone can look like Dr. Steve, right? <sighs> so, so no, wait, now you want to give punchline you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> because my punchline is very good, okay? You, you don't mind, huh? Yes, yes, please. <laughs> Barber shops yeah. that have a lot of uh, hair left over on the floor, yeah. they could donate them also to Jada's. Oh. I mean, uh, to, to Harit Iskandar. <laughs> hey, 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 I I did not mention Jada. Okay, I kept your wife's name out of my freaking mouth. Okay, don't slap me, ah. Huh? <laughs> this is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from six to ten a.m. on Fly FM.